2: So I got my dad hat on, yeah. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chilling up. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. It is the Kid XAB. It's your boy D Flow. <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold you in this fucking device. I ain't even. I don't even want to put it out there. Getting this joint really is a lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> really adds to the fucking show. I swear to that's God, that's a fact. Um, do you have any all man moments?
1: Uh so
0: Oh man,
1: <laughs> son. Um, <laughs>
0: this
2: either sounds—I don't know how this sounds, bro.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna save it because it's, it's more of a personal shit, so I ain't gonna say it on air. But just know there's a lot of fuckery that's been happening, man. It is what it is. But um, yeah, man, summer is done. We 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 about to enter the fall.
2: Summer is over. Um, shit. Do I have an on, man? I feel like I do. Um, Well, I have a bunch of them, but I guess the one that I'll speak about, the one I'll talk about is... So, one of our homeboys, shout out to him. I went to go link up and chill with him over the weekend. Uh, He was DJing for Angela Yee Day. Shout out to to the homie Suave. my man. Shout
1: out to the guy right there. He
2: was doing his thing. So, I went to go link with him, right? And... Now, everybody in my friend circle know I don't drink. I don't know if he just forgot or whatever, but here's the series of events, all right? <laughs> my man texts me. He said, yo, they got some joint back here. You want some? Now, I'm thinking, because he know I don't, I don't drink, I'm thinking he talking about, like, some type of food or whatever. And he, the way he texted, he spelled it a certain type of way. So I'm like, is he talking about, like, food? Like, am I just missing it or something like that? I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, bro, sure. You know, bring that through. He's like, all right, bet. So a man comes. I'm like, yo, wait. Is this nigga about to bring me some liquor, son? Because I, I know I know he's about to bring me some liquor. <laughs> sure enough, he come. He he, he finished up a little bit of his set. He had, like, a, two minutes of downtime real quick. He came to send me, me to drink. So I'm like, all right. I look at him, I'm like, Damn, this nigga gave me liquor. So for those of you who don't know, I mean, I say it enough on the podcast, but I don't drink, so I normally don't drink liquor. But I had to for the homie because my man went through all that trouble to get me.
1: You know, Dang, what I mean? he bro. went through he all had that you trouble drink drinking mid afternoon. I had <laughs> to drink <the> it straight. <laughs> I was tight. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Dang, but son,
2: I love, I love the bro. Continue to do what That's you. That's a do. fact. Been out here really grinding. And if you wanna check out an episode we did with Swab, that's Man Cave <laughs> on Dad Hats of Bow Top. Exactly. I don't know what exactly. number that is, but Man Cave, check that out. Um Yeah, definitely check that out. It was a great episode. Absolutely. all right you want to get straight into the shits, bro? Cause let's get straight into the meat and potatoes, man. It's not a lot of shit that happened this week, but it's a lot of shit that happened this week. <laughs> like, it, was, it was it was a lot of remarkable things, man. All right, hold on. We're going to start it off this way. This is how we're going to do it. Let's do it this way. Bro, what's your initial take on the album, bro? I ain't
1: going to hold you, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't get to it. I only heard parts of it, man. I ain't get to fully listen oh to it yet. God. I'm going to listen to it, though. Like I, It's just when it came out, I was doing so much other shit. But I'm going to listen to it at some point within the next few days. I'm going to definitely listen to it, man. Because I definitely want to hear what the projects really sound like. I've been... Getting mixed reviews from different people that I that I, that I that I know have listened to it already, mm-hmm. but um, I haven't really gotten the chance to like fully like sit down uninterrupted and just vibe the project yet. So uh, I wish I did, but I ain't get a chance to yet, man. Right, so um, I'm looking gentlemen. forward to it though.
2: So then you're gonna get you're gonna get Xab's take <laughs> on this album, and we'll probably come back to this. I don't know if we coming back to it next week because Certified Lover Boy coming out this
1: weekend. <laughs> next week is going to be more so comparing them. It's going to be comparing yeah. Certified Lover Boy and comparing Donda. So
2: you'll see. We'll, we'll be doing a we'll do a comparison, but you'll get my take. Ladies and gentlemen, I think Donda sounds phenomenal. The sound, the sound. Now let me be let me be specific. Sonically. It sounds extremely good. Like the mixing, mm. the mastering, the vocals, the distortions in the right. Like it sounds so well put together on that aspect. Let me leave with some more love. Um, I think that this is what Jesus is King should have been in the sense. Uh. Of there's a lot of, of course, Kanye's verses are very, they have a religious tone to them there's a lot of God it's a lot of I've been saved a lot of mercy on me a lot of Jesus this that and the third but everybody else is kind of following the theme of whatever the song is but they're able to curse they're able to talk about the experience in the way that they want to experience it Um, and oh they want to talk about it rather and in that capacity I think it's super super fire what I did not like about the album there's no substance from Kanye. Like oh. it's the same conversation in each song from Kanye. His verses are all the same. Again, there's just the religious tone, and there's one song, there's only one song that I feel like he kind of goes in depth about where he is now. And it's a song about Kim, him and Kim. And so, like, that song has a little bit more substance on it than the others, but I really feel like. Kanye could have went in in so many different ways about, you know, his relationship with his mom on a song. He could have did that. He could have just went more in depth. A lot of Kanye's verses are very surface level. And the features are really the ones that are like carrying the project. You know, Thank I think you. it was designed to be that way. You know what I'm saying? Like a, the features really shine. But it's it, it feels more like how Kendrick did the Black Panther joint than like an album from Kanye. So, I mean, it's not all negative. That's not terrible. Um, And then the other thing I didn't like was... So, he had all these release parties, which I definitely think hurt the album. He shouldn't have did that stupid shit. Um, He had all these release parties. And during the release parties, the verses had cursing. Like, you could hear the curses. You could hear the other artists spitting. And, and if they said shit, you heard shit. If they said fuck, you heard fuck. If Kanye said nigga, you heard nigga. But currently... The only version of the project that is out is the edited version. What? And yeah. Edited version. Everything is bleep. So if a nigga say nigga is bleep, someone say shit is bleep. And to me, I, I don't understand. I get it. He's trying to be on his like, you know, what I mean, religious tone, making sure things is, you know, his kids or whatever can hear it. But that's why you do uh edit it in an explicit version. Yeah. Like, I don't see why you're not dropping the explicit version for people who want to hear the, the verses in their raw, true nature. Like, I don't know. But those are my two two main issues with it. Is it like the masterpiece that it was hyped up to be? Sonically, I think so. But as an overall package, it's like a calm 6-7 for me. It's about a 6-7. Okay. Okay. It's not, it's not okay. bad. I'm going to pull up another song that's fucking this shit. see I can't wait to meet you. That's all the fuck I got to say.
1: Chancia, i about to go.
2: They're turning her into the next Rihanna. That's what like. I was telling you, bro. Like, they are turning her into the next Rihanna. Let's let's get straight into this shit. I don't even want like
0: Life change when you famous. Shut the f- oh. <laughs> Old yesterday's
2: lady. price is not today's price. Bad gal bad gal Shancia man.
0: <laughs> she
2: fucking yeah, killed him, Bro, she killed and and she is she's out of here now. She's out of here. Like, oh yeah, sure. they,
1: they, they've been prepping her for this. So yeah. I, you I see. My love to her, man. Mad love to her. Mad love to the whole rich immigrants family over there, man. They're doing their thing.
2: Sure. So like I said before, the release was a fucking mess to me. I, I don't really understand why he thought pushing it back like literally four times because it was supposed to come out. Then he then the Jay-Z verse came in and everybody was like, yo, because the Jay-verse came in, he's going to push it back. So he pushed it back. Then uh, that following week, he did the second release party. Nothing came out. And then that third week, nothing happened at all. He didn't even do a release party. Then he did the Chicago release party. Um, and I guess maybe he knew that Chicago release party was the last one and he really was going to put it out then, or maybe he was trolling Drake and trying to drop it at the same time as Certified Lover Boy. All we know is the project dropped Sunday after the release party, and uh it was just a mess. A lot of Random shit, niggas upset. You got Chris Brown and Soldier Boy cursing this nigga out online, calling him a ho ho, not half a hoe. Like
1: dang son.
2: You got this nigga soldier boy talk about some yo, you a fuck nigga. He just went through a whole bunch
1: of emotions. Yeah, soldier, soldier, soldier was really getting into it, bro. I mean, honestly, I think I think Universal dropped the ball with it a little bit. But I think they just didn't want to deal with the 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 clash. I mean, Drake. I don't think Drake had any influence on it. Drake is Drake is signed over to Public. Um, to is it? Warner? Public. I thought it was. Is it Republic? Yes, Republic. So it's. Uh, so I thought it was Warner. So they he signed over to Republic. So I don't really think that had anything to do with it. I don't. I do think it influenced the the. Remember the, though,
2: Drake uh, used to be signed to universal. Well yeah, because cash money is universal. I don't but I mean, I don't know the rumor is, you know, that
1: Drake might have been able might have <laughs> might have got that nigga shit dropped. Uh, no, I think I think that I don't think like Universal wanted it, bro. I don't think Universal wanted that competition. It would I wanna, don't think I don't I don't think they leaked the album, bro. I think I think
2: Kanye capping on that. Because it was released on a Sunday. If they was to leak the album, true. they would have released it on a Friday. True. true. Many, two days of streaming
1: now. Yeah, I mean, for the first week, numbers to come in. I so yeah, they I, they lost out on two on two days of streaming. Yeah, because Friday, Friday and, Friday and Saturday. I mean, I think I think the album would have did well regardless. I mean, this nigga Kanye made millions before the album even dropped. everyone oh, one fact. of those release parties were were paid. The people had to pay to get in there. Yeah, them so shits. them shits was concerts. Them shits was so, concerts. This is Wisconsin. That nigga made five six mil before the project even dropped. Which is genius. I do. I do agree with that. That was (laughs) genius level marketing, bro. This nigga geeked the shit out of that. So shout out to him on that. Um, I just think I don't think I think it was done on purpose. I think if it if it was done on purpose, it's still genius to a certain extent because then he gets the the, the the head start on it and it gives people something to compare to by the time Drake's album drop. The problem is that once Drake's album drop and it sounds better or it is better, Which all that streams is going to go down the, down the pipeline. It's tanking. We, bro. It's tanking. So I think Kanye dropped it ahead of time to build up this week's streams and have mad people check it out just so they have a reference point to be like, yeah, when we go back and check Drake's project they already went to hear it. And to the people who haven't listened to it yet, they're going to hear Drake's project and then reference back to Kanye's joint. So either way, it's great. It's great marketing from both sides of the fence. Um, but if Universal mistakenly released it, then they definitely dropped the ball on that. But it's like you said, I, I don't think so. Things like that don't really happen. You know, that's nah, someone's he
2: Yeah, exactly. Lawsuit. he had to send all of that shit over to the streaming platforms, and I really feel like they would not, if it was up to them, really and truly, they would have dropped it on a Friday. It wouldn't be dropping it on a Sunday at 8 a.m. with nobody knowing... Sunday service. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the Kanye thing. Yeah. Dropping his shit on Sundays. So, like, I don't know if if that... I think he kind of... I think the shit dropped and a, a lot of the reviews were negative in the beginning. Like a lot of reviews that I saw, mm-hmm. they were like, yo, this project is mid. And depending on what you're looking for from Kanye, if you think you're gonna get Kanye from older, that's never happening
1: again. I gotta keep telling y'all that. This nigga's yeah, never you're not getting back, secular man. Kanye again, like you're not you're not getting that. I, I, I ex I didn't expect real substance to be like I'm gonna listen to it, but I don't expect heavy substance, like you said. I'm more so listening for, like, for me personally, sonically, what the production is going to sound yeah, like. Musically,
2: it sounds who, fantastic.
1: Yeah, who the feature is. Like, Kanye's at that point in his career, though. Like, I don't expect him to get on it and go bar for bar. Yeah, 10- like, I, yeah, like, I expect him Yeah, like, I ain't expecting that from Kanye, man. Like, I'm expecting just dope production and just who he's, who he's putting on. Yeah, I mean, like, you got a feature from the, the weekend.
2: Sounds fucking phenomenal with little Baby. Sounds great. Chancia as we just played Sounds fucking fantastic He got little oh. dirt on, on a song It sounds do- like The song the, the project is a solid project It's just Is it gonna kill Is its is it gonna be able to stand against Certified lover Boy Or even a Kendrick project And we're gonna talk about Both these niggas in a second Hell no No It's nah, not nah, It's nah, not nah, nah. Drake is coming this weekend And the world is going to stop I'm telling y'all that right now The shit is gonna be fine We're gonna talk about it In a second but yeah, I'm not expecting that from Kanye anymore. Kanye needs yeah. to be expecting that from Kanye. You cannot I know you tried to like the media and maybe Kanye to some extent tried to build up this whole Drake versus Kanye shit. It, it'll
1: never be that. It'll never nah, be. It, 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 it'll never be that. Like Drake Kanye isn't that no more. Like if if Wayne, you know, not even like Drake is Drake. Drake is at the top of the totem pole. Like not even Jay could come out right now and do nothing to like really compete with Drake. Like Drake, Drake is where it's at right now. Drake is there's nobody to compete with Drake. Like Drake is sitting comfortably at the top doing what he has to do. And you got the I, you got Kendrick as a, a underdog
2: to, to maybe compete with Drake, but he's an underdog card. He's not, it's yeah. not like he dropped even, him. it's like, oh it, shit.
1: Nah, um, and even Kendrick, like TDE wouldn't drop Kendrick's project the same time with Drake. Like TDE wouldn't do that. They already know, even though Kendrick's fan base is big as well, it's just not worth the back and forth because it's two different types of sounds. Like, give people a chance to enjoy that and then, like, you know, cr- cut your, create that corner of the market that you could enjoy. You feel me? So I think Kanye needed this, though, because at the same time, a lot of his fan base needed something to, to to, com- to compare to. Well, let's, look I mean? at, so,
2: let's look at some of his latest works. Let's talk about, um, let me pull up his, his, uh, latest albums. Cause it, to me, it is one of his top albums. Um, especially out of his latest work. I won't say like of all time, but I would say, all right. So Donda just dropped. Boom. At Jesus and K- is King in 2019. That wasn't it. That, to me, that's probably no. one of my least favorite, Kanye. Then you got Kid See Ghosts" with him and Kid Cudi, which is cool, but not no. a top. You got Ye. Definitely not a top. No. You got Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo is... Life weird. of Pablo was cool. Yeah, it's one of his, his better. Yeezus, no. 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 Wasn't it? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. We know that's you know, that's top that's top tier. Yeah. Top tier. <laughs> top tier. Top tier. You but got to you. me, that was his
1: last. That was his last best album. Like me that too. That was his last album that was like right where he needed to be. That and and life of Pablo. Life of Pablo wasn't as good as Dark Twisted,
2: but but it was close. It was it was, it was close. good. It was good. Yeah. You realize Kanye ain't have bars on it, but you mm. but it still sounded sonically fire. Yeah. Like, like waves with Chris. You know what fire. I'm saying? And, and Donda to me sounds like a mix of like life of Life of Pablo and Dark Twisted. Um, that's just, just more on a religious tone, which uh-huh. I think you need substance. Like the bars yeah. to still say something. My opinion. So uh-huh. that's what makes it less. Uh, you got 808s and Heartbreaks. That's a that's a top one. That's a good album. It's a good album. Graduation. My um, favorite. Top. Late Registration. That's my favorite. And then college. So I would Another. say yeah college late 808 graduation my twisted life of pablo and donda it's like it's almost like in order like yeah that, that would be somewhat of my order i would you know i would switch it up for, for my personal preference depends
1: I, on a good day bro I'm, I'm bumping college dropout i ain't gonna hold you college dropout yeah. is a phenomenal project like from start to finish but if i'm just in the vibe and i just want to hear something really quick i'll probably listen to graduation and that that that'll be start to finish from track one to track. I think it was 12 tracks on that, like straight to 14. It was straight through. Not a skip on that project.
2: Not a skip, bro. But yeah, uh, shout out to Donda. I thought it was I thought it was good. Um, And we'll see what happens. But now we got to talk about the next nigga that's that's coming through. Next nigga drop. Oh, it. man. <laughs> I
1: want him with the dip though.
2: Mr. <laughs> Certified Lover Boy himself dropped his fucking. That I don't think it's the cover art. Niggas was calling it the cover art. He dropped all the pregnant emojis.
1: Oh, uh, no. Nah, I don't think that's the don't cover art. I think
2: that's the cover art either. But um, he also did that little promo through SportsCenter. Center. How'd you feel about that joint?
1: Shit was wild. I like <laughs> that. You want to talk about some wild shit, my nigga? How the fuck did he. Who he know at SportsCenter? Then again, he did, he did host the Epsies like mad different times. He did host the Epsies. So, you know what? It's genius, though, because that's a quick promo for people who normally wouldn't have checked him out anyway. So that's a, cr- a quick way to tap into that fan base that, to let them be aware, like, oh, shit, Drake is coming back out? Okay, cool. Like, That's outside. I think that's an easy way to promo outside of his normal... His normal setup, and I think he he knows the anticipation for this is heavy because they know he knows coming. He knows people want to listen to Donda, and that they're going to want to hear what's going on.
2: So the question of the day is really truly: What should we expect from the album, bro? Do you do you feel because with the name Certified Lover Boy, a lot of people have been speculating: Will this be an all R and B album? Will it be a mix, or will he do? like reverse psychology and call a certified lover boy but be a straight fucking killer and just drop bars
1: all album long like what do you think this album gonna sound like I I don't think it's gonna be a far straight from Scorpion to be honest with you Hmm. I think that's what Drake knows is the formula and I think that's what he knows people are gonna want to expect from him Um, I think he done teased a lot with the rap stuff he done gave us a lot of bars dropped a couple songs here and there so I think this project is gonna be a bit more relaxed a bit more a smoother project I mm-hmm. think he's gonna just have a little bit of everything man I think it's gonna be um I don't think it's gonna be that much songs either we're we gonna see but um I think he gave us a throwaways he threw out a couple songs here there throughout the course of the year and throughout quarantine so I think now the project is gonna be a bit more mellow I think it's gonna be a mixture of everything man i think Drake Drake knows what people want to hear and I think I don't think he's going to overdo it. So,
2: it's going to be a good
1: listen.
2: I'm hoping that it's a mix. I'm I'm hoping that it's a mix and it's not all R&B. Because I don't think that that's going to hit as much as it could. It's Drake, so the R&B shit is going to be fire regardless. But I do, I agree. I hope it's a mix and I do feel like it might be a little bit more mellow dominant. Like, you're going to get... If I'm, you know me, I want it to be another take care. I want him to drop another version of take care. And I, to me, that solidifies him as like really truly dropping classics. But, um, I do feel like it's going to have more of a mellow vibe than, uh, up tempo. There's not going to be a lot of upbeat. And then look at when he's dropping. This is September. So we're going into the, inside months we're going into the car ride months we're going into that's how niggas want to hear their music they're not out in in the street bumping you know whatever or going to the club or the party he's dropping it when niggas is going to be inside more so or back to work back to school type of type of vibe so i do feel yeah. like it's going to be mellow but he i do want it to be a mix of rap and r&b i hope it's not like his r&b project that should come at some point down the line. But I don't think it should come now. It's too much competition going on.
1: Yeah, I, I don't I doubt it, bro. People, he knows the hype that's that that that's on him right now. He he's gonna have R and B songs, but I don't think he's gonna have an R&B album.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think it's good. It might even be RB dominant. Like if it's a 14 track, it might be it might be like even or, or maybe eight. Yeah. You know, eight, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like eight R and B joints on there. But if it I don't it shouldn't be an RB album. It's not the time to drop. I agree. Drop first yeah. of all that shit should be a throwaway. Like not a throwaway in the sense of it's just trash, but that shit should just be like uh demo lane tapes, like that type of shit. Where mm. you just twist it out and boom and and it be like that. It should not be like as big of the deal that everybody has made it to be right now because i know a lot of his fans would be disappointed if there's no rap
1: yeah it, it's gonna be I t- i'm telling you bro it's gonna be like scorpion bro he he gave us a balanced project on scorpio and scorpion, yeah, scorpion he gave was us some armory. if he, yeah, he took, had like 20 something tracks on that
2: if he would have took some you know it'd be in a double disc situation if he would have just made that a solid 14 i think scorpio, scorpion scorpion might have been a classic
1: that's what, I'm, that's, what I, that's what we said when it first came out. <laughs> hey, it, yeah. it, it didn't need to be that much of a big project. But in this day and age where it's not a CD and you can release as much songs on streaming platforms, I don't doubt the project is going to have at least 20 songs. Because most artists nowadays, are, they don't want to get rid of their throwaways. But I feel like Drake has been teasing us for the past year and a half, giving us singles. Like Drake never goes more than six months without putting out a single. Yeah. So I think he's been dropping these two and three packs, you know, along the year as more of the throwaways from the project. So by the time the project drops now, I'm hoping he has 14 to 16, no more than that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's 14 to 16. I do remember him doing an interview where he had said, you know, Scorpion was longer than he wanted it to be, but I think it was something like he had took so much time off in between projects that he was just like, you know, I made this, you know, double this situation and put it out. And I think he has said in the interview that the next project, he wants to trim it down. He wants to make sure that it's not more than 16. So I'm hoping that that's what it is, because it does not need to be no more than that. And I think it's going to yeah. do a service if it's... A lot of artists are upping it up, because remember, there was a time where, where niggas was getting down to 12, and you can't get more. Yeah,
1: 10, 10 to 12, bro. 10 to 12 is like... What if you could give 12 songs non-skippable, bro? That's a fucking wonderful project for me. Yeah, shout out like,
2: to Maya, the scientist cuz that's what the fuck her project sound like.
1: Yeah, bro, like even Cole, Cole project I think was was 16 or 12. I don't remember how much is on Cole's project. But Cole's project was great project, like as always. So huh. um I'm expecting, I'm hoping for it, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'll I'll definitely make sure I'm listening to that next weekend Um, yeah man looking forward to that
2: yeah offseason was 12
1: Um, it was 12 yeah
2: so now we got to talk about the the next man of the hour Kendrick Lamar has been more active lately he's definitely hinting towards dropping something soon do you think it's going to be around Drake it's probably not going to be on the same date as Drake but do you think it's going to be around the same time that Drake
1: Drop. No, I don't think Kendrick's project is dropping till later this year. Um, I think he's probably actively working on the project, but I know with him saying this is his last project, he's going to it's going to be with a bang. And it's going to well, be mad his last songs. one
0: with TDE.
2: They, they're they being very specific about that. It's his last one with TDE. So it may not uh, be his last one altogether. But it's definitely him and TDE are parting ways um, after this. There's speculation that he's starting his own label.
1: Uh, oh, the way he made it seem like he was done. Like he's. Yeah, the poem rap. that
2: he dropped with it, it seemed like, yeah, it's a rap.
1: Niggas is out of here. Yeah, like, like he's, he's, he's calling it a day. He might I be. That's done, anticipation, I, don't know.
2: Though. I think he's trying to get
1: niggas hype. Yeah. I don't I don't doubt it though, bro, because Kendrick has been, you know, he seems like he's been out of the loop for a little bit. I think he just wants to, I don't doubt, I don't think he's done with the music industry or with rap, but I don't think he's putting out any more projects. I think he's just going to do more features and like you said, start his own album and put on some young niggas.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Kendrick probably has two more projects in him, but I think Kendrick wants the liberty to drop them shits whenever he wants. As you can see, like this project was what last time he dropped it was like four years ago,
1: yeah, twenty seventeen bro
0: yeah, fantastic
1: so. album, but 2017 I mean, SZA was the last to drop from t d e so you know, and scissor' is doing her thing, so you know, I know with a lot of smaller labels, especially with indie labels who have major deals they it's a it's a slate, so you gotta wait till your till your slot pops up but I don't know man. Let's see. But I don't think it's dropping. I think it'll drop this year. But I don't think it's going to drop till like November December.
2: Yeah, I think I think that sounds about right. I'm not even going to hold you. <laughs> that sounds about right. I think I will be surprised if he drops like a week after Drake. If if he does that's interesting. Nigga,
1: well, I'll be baffled, bro.
2: I would I would too. I would be I know is supposed to be dropping soon, too. Um, Scissor has been hinting towards that for a long time, that something new is coming from her. So I am definitely curious as to why she hasn't dropped yet. But I could see SZA maybe dropping in October, and I could see Kendrick dropping November, December. I could see that. I, I think that that would... If that happens, this is a good year for music. For sure, <laughs> like...
1: Yeah,
2: man. I'm looking, looking forward, forward to Scissor's project. I'm looking forward to Scissor's project, too. I'm yeah, looking Scissor think... and Summer. Summer Walker's new project, whenever that comes out.
1: I hope it's going to be fire, man, because Oh, so,
2: my God. So, I mean, I guess we could get right into to Summer's bullshit. But... uh
1: Oh, man.
2: Well, bro, what... Uh, how do you feel about this whole, like, putting all this shit on social media in the first place? Like, it's really getting it, out of control,
1: right. son. I never liked that about Summer, bro. Honestly, that's one of the shit that I couldn't stand about her, bro. Because I feel like, yo, like... I mean, I'm not a fan of those type of things. Like, what happens in your personal... Especially as a celebrity. What happens in your personal life is what happens in your personal life. Like, I don't think you should be disclosing those type of things. But I think she does those type of things to... You know, it's either she don't got a lot of friends... And it's easier for her to out it like this and kind of manipulate the situation a little bit and kind of scare him into thinking like, oh, you think you can control me? Well, I'm going to blast you on social media. But I don't think that's cool, bro, because I'm just like, yo, like you're a celebrity, like people are really looking at you and you're you, no matter what you say, you're influencing people. And if London is really that type of nigga, then. That's, uh, but we've been saying that shit for months, bro. Like toxic ass <laughs> relationship, bro. Like what the fuck is y'all niggas doing, bro? Like, first of all, what type of wet drip, boot boop, boop, this chick <laughs> got to be having this nigga like this, right? Like this nigga can't let this chick go. So, you know, like, I don't know, man. Like she really roasting the nigga calling him, you know, all types of things and saying, Talking about his other baby mom, they're putting real names out there and all that shit. I was just like, yo, like that shit is not good because he's not doing it. So it makes you believe, like, you know, is it that deep? You know, is it is it really that serious? You know, obviously there's some level of craziness happening. So I don't agree with it, man.
2: I'ma play what she said because I don't have any of
0: your numbers and I don't want any of your numbers and none of y'all have my numbers. Just changed. I don't bother y'all. I am so unproblematic.
1: Listen, public service announcement. Hold the fuck up, bro. Hold the fuck up. How is you unproblematic making a whole post on Instagram? (laughs)
0: Leave me alone. Y'all was terrorizing me for two years bro because i was with him i gave him back i gave him back for the same i gave him back for the same reasons y'all were f- terrorizing me for two years i tried as best as i could to keep him have to get involved with his children's lives and y'all try to blame me for it. I have nothing to do with it. But now that I gave him back, why are y'all still with me? Leave me alone, bro. I don't know what y'all think this is. But we're not doing this for the next 18 years, bro. We're not doing this for the next 18 years. I try to be cool with all y'all. I try to be a big happy family. Try to, you know, have everybody come over for Christmas.
2: I'm over it. Listen. Yeah, I'm over that too. <sighs> there, two things can be true at one time because I know there's probably people ready to go off on London. And we've already done that on this show plenty of times. London is dead like you like you just said, bro. London is clearly a toxic nigga. He got, what is it? Summer's his third baby mama or some shit like that. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Listen, to each his own. I ain't trying to come at him in that type of capacity, but we know that there, were, there was a lot of talk and speculation about him not taking care of his children a certain type of way, baby mamas going on social media saying that, and some are coming out and always defending him. And so in some ways this feels like karma, but on the other end of it, we all have to come to the conclusion that Summer is another one of them artist that needs help Yeah, like just watching her go through that that speech I can tell she it's like she's stuck she has a stunt point that she's stuck at and she still acts like a 16 year old like that's what Mm. that reminded me of it reminded me of like a 16 17 year old explaining why they broke up with their boyfriend. And I just think that she, she needs like therapy. And I'm not saying that to be, you know, funny or, or mean or anything like that, but it it just looks like she needs therapy. Whatever she's been through in life, it's done something to her and she needs therapy to get, to get through it. So like, I know London said he had made put out a message and he said he has been trying not to respond because he knows her mentally all the way there, which tells me that he either didn't see her go to a therapy session or they had conversations about X, Y, and Z regarding her. But what I don't want to happen is an Azalea Banks and she she's on her way to that Azalea Banks land.
1: You know what I'm saying? Thanks,
2: you know what I mean? Azalea is in and out. Doing crazy shit. I think she did something wild on the internet the other day. She had a show and she's crawling across the floor
1: and she, I don't know,
2: man. But some, I don't know, bro. Some is very talented and I would hate.
1: You know, I, I would lost. hate it, man. And I, I'm really hoping that she ain't really out here trying to play the victim, bro, and be spazzing on a nigga behind closed doors on some on some real wild shit because you know we we we. We've seen these things happen before. yeah. And, you know, like, certain women, you know, really be there and they'll make a whole speech and then call the nigga right afterwards. And bark on the nigga. And bark on the nigga. Fuck that. And call his baby moms and curse them out, too. And then the minute they retaliate, you know. And
2: record the the person, like you said, retaliating back and be like, see, these niggas is out here harassing me.
1: But you was yep. the who called them first. Facts. Call them on some goofy shit at that too. So I just don't. I just don't agree. Like I think these are things that should be handled in private, and you work through it and you make it work. You know, it's one thing to put up your little story and just put like little text and whatever, but when you make a video and you constantly, especially when the other person isn't doing it to you, so you're you're making a video to to um to talk shit about these people and they're not doing it to you. It's not like London is out here making videos talking about, yo, some of them did, ah, 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 ah. You know, she's making the video and she's, you know, you know bringing down his character and whether or not he's that type of person, like I said, these are things that should be handled in the private because y'all have a kid together. Y'all have a child together. So, and then nothing don't go away on the internet
2: absolutely agree, son. I I don't... That is... That's not a fear of mine, but that is something that, to me, I would never want to be caught up in. Like, the internet wars... Internet wars
1: (laughs) is fucking
2: crazy, and nobody wins. Like, I don't know... Nobody wins, bro. Yeah, I don't know if people realize that. Nobody is winning in a scenario... Where y'all are putting all your personal business out there and y'all gotta understand it's perspective. Your perspective and that person's perspective are gonna be different. You can go out there and say, Oh, this nigga ain't shit, da da da. And he's gonna be like, Nah, I got receipts that I am. Should I do this, that, and like at y'all just putting a bunch of perspectives on the internet, and then everybody else is just gonna judge y'all. Like there's nothing,
1: there's no winning there. You know what I mean? There's not there's none whatsoever, and all you're doing is all, all you're doing is exposing shit, bro. Like Honestly, for me, bro, you, for, if you want to see me cut a nigga off or cut a bitch off quick, bro, that shit right there will get you cut off so fast, bro. I would, I would completely not fuck with you no more. Like, any shit that you got, if you got the time to go on social media and do that, you got the time to call my black ass. of here.
2: Exactly. And that's my thing. Call me, my nigga. Before you go on the internet, call me. We're not, we not doing that shit. Like what, what would compel you instead of having a conversation with me to go on the internet? Like these niggas can help you. These niggas can't help you. If you got, they
1: they can't do. (laughs) I never comprehended that bro. Especially when you have children together, you're going to go on social media and bring down my character, potentially fuck my money up. And then you, was, when I can't provide, you still gonna call me a bum ass nigga. Clean. So, not only are you fucking with my money now, that you know I need to help provide for my child, but if I can't provide for that child, it's still a problem. So, how does this work? How 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 are we finna make progress with this? Mm. Because. I never comprehended that, especially with with people who have children together. I'm like, why would you fuck up the man's money rather than go into counseling or to therapy? Or even if you want someone to intervene and have a conversation in front of other people, because you might feel like if you have the conversation personally, things might things might get swayed a certain way. Right. So you want to bring in a few people to 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 be like, all right, see there's other people here to witness this conversation. But once you go on social media and you start exposing these things, it it is like you said there's no winning from it. Nobody wins. Only the child loses. The child
2: ooh. The child loses and the both of y'all look goofy. Y'all look goofy goofy, great, but goofy bro. And y'all lose too. Cuz like you said, cuz now if I'm a business owner or I'm an investor or even the label. If I'm the label, I'm looking at this and I might be like, "All right, she's a little unstable." And all right, this nigga London. We know this nigga done did X, Y, and Z amount of tracks. This nigga could end up being spiteful and being like, "I'm not clearing the shit. I'm not clearing Facts. that, I did with her, and it could have her best song on that shit."
1: Yep. And clear- now that cost it cost the label extra money. It cost her time. You feel me? It cost everything. Kind of label might be like, "Damn, but that song was the song I was gonna carry the album. Now we gotta push the album back three months." until you, you need know buying new out. beats yeah we gotta <laughs> buy new beats like london could be an asshole and london could have been like yo i'm not charging some for these beats like we just take it back out on the publishing but now they ain't fucking to Nigga, a name right now i want i want my 25k a beat facts for that six projects for that six songs on the album your production budget just went up 150 grand clean, clean. so yeah simple as that bro like now you got set back 150 thousand. Over some goofy shit like that, so over just
2: we could have kept this in house. That's all. I'm not saying don't express your feelings, because I, I I'm sure this nigga does goofy shit. I'm, I'm pretty 100%. sure he does. Bro. It's too many, sure, bro. too many disgruntled women that you know what I mean. And granted, they could be jealous, but I don't think Summer's coming from a place of jealousy. I just think they didn't work out, and I think Summer is a little little immature when it comes to the situation. But I also yeah. think he does goofy shit. So
1: I don't I don't doubt it, bro. And, and it, you'd be amazed the goofy shit women do when they're they're. It's crazy because a lot of times, bro, we might get into it a different time. But women be going wild when they feel threatened by another woman. You don't even actually have to be doing them nothing. You can treat them like a queen put rose petals on their feet, rub their back, twinkle their toes, bro. The minute she finds out that you have interest or you might have another chick, bro, it's like all that shit shit gets thrown out the fucking door. That shit gets wrapped up in a garbage bag and put in the garbage and you become the (laughs) the dirtiest, goofiest nigga they ever done met, bro. Like You become the scum of the earth and you literally haven't done them anything wrong besides they feel like the fact that you might be bugging with another bitch and i know they
2: say niggas is is like very like possessive but women oh, women got nah, bro. Women women do, the, the thing is shit, women bro. women will do like men do fucked up shit when they are possessive obviously we know the the fucking train of dumb shit that niggas do um, that's disgusting when they when they get possessive. But women be doing some other shit, bro. Women will because they think you doing something. Will will they? It's just that we don't internalize it like it's it's goofy shit until afterwards. Cause your girl will definitely pop up at your job and that's act like and act like she's just there to drop you some fucking lunch or something like that. No, nah, she
1: she coming to scope it out. But she she want to see.
2: Yeah, that that chick Trishana that keep. Fucking calling you uh Facts. and talking about she uh got a project for you at at you know in at eight o'clock at night. She called and talking about the project. Um she need help on it. Nah, now nah, now nah, I gotta go to the workplace.
1: Now I gotta see who the fuck this is trishana because they yeah. wanna make sure that Trishana ain't badder than them. And that Clean. if when they show up, Trishana don't got an attitude. Clean. Listen, bro, like yeah. I I don't I don't think I don't see niggas do that. Maybe because we just aren't privy to it, but I no, don't see men it, doing it. It's that. levels.
2: See, it's the it's the real toxic niggas that need to be in jail that do shit like that. Oh, okay. But with women, they don't have to be to that level of toxicity. They could oh, just, nah. just be like a regular... It's okay and it's acceptable for a regular chick to do something like that and for the dude to just be like, yo, my, my girl crazy. Like, but if a nigga did that, most nine times out of 10, that's the same type of nigga that belong in jail because he probably beat yeah. on his chick and he probably do other wild, goofy shit. But that's when exactly a shorty that. do it, we supposed to just be like, yo, she wilding out. She be buggin'. Yo,
1: yeah, my girl be doing, yeah, my girl be wilding, bro. I don't even know, bro. She, <laughs> will be, she will be doing mad shit, bro. But Bug it. does they, know the chick that pop up to your job be the same chick that want to go through your phone. Prime example, chick- bro. Mm-hmm. Remember when we
2: once upon a time when we worked at a certain place, chick would 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 call one of our homeboys' phone throughout the day. It was like clockwork. You call him in the morning, call, call him at facts. lunch, call him two hours after that. Let a nigga do that consistently. That nigga's controlling. A
1: chick no. Nah. Oh, she could get it, away with it's it. It's expected, bro. Like. <laughs> It's expected. Let a nigga blow up her phone though. Oh, this nigga be wildin'. Like, I don't even know. Like, she, and she, the, the funny thing is, she would complain. Please. She would, you know, she'll she be the one telling you don't come, like, it. she'll be telling, oh, this nigga constantly calling my phone. I don't know why this nigga be calling me like this. Uh, uh. But she would blow a nigga phone up at the bare minimum four times a day. Four times? At the bare minimum. At the Talk bare minimum. About nothing we not talking about nothing, bro. What you doing? <laughs> oh, word. What you having lunch? hmm You have breakfast yet? No? mm mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. And then the phone gets quiet. Like, they just... I never comprehend. I'd it. be like, all right, so... <laughs> so I'm going to holler at you? I'm going to holler at you later? Yeah, I'm going to call you later.
2: Bro. Yeah, we... we. <laughs> Gotta go. So there's a meme out here that says women fall in love with a man's presence, and then men tend to realize they're in love following a woman's absence. Do you feel like there's some credence to that?
1: No, I don't I don't think so. I think um I think a lot of times men fall in love. I think women, I think what what the difference is is that a lot of women expect men to fall in love. For the wrong reasons. You feel me? Like a man? For me, and this is just my personal, per, my personal opinion on it. If if I'm with a shorty and I and I've been with her for a minute and I haven't gotten to that point where I'm like, yo, like I fuck with shorty, like I really love her. It's simply it's either one of two things. It's either because she hasn't done nothing memorable enough yet for me to feel like I value her around me that much or outside of the sexual part of it she's annoying Mm -hmm. and I don't want to admit I think a lot of times niggas is annoyed with the shorties that they're with but don't be wanting to admit it I think a lot of dudes be mad annoyed but the sex is good and she gives them stuff but she's annoying and I think you a hundred, lot of dudes only want
2: to you 100 percent on the money, bro. I think in terms of in terms of that that piece right there, I do think a lot of people are in relationships with people that they don't actually enjoy being around. There's just some aspect of them that they enjoy. It's not that they enjoy like it's not they're not with their best friend. They're not with someone that when they when they're around each other, they en- they have great conversation, they're laughing, they're joking, they want to go out together. It's yo, she's bad and, you know, she's somewhat funny, but she got an attitude problem to me. Like, I don't really like her attitude. So you don't really like being around her. Every now and then, y'all got a little jokey joke you can share. But other than that, you just there because she's bad. And like you said, the sex is good. So you don't really like this person. Y'all end up in a relationship, but y'all don't really fuck with each other on, On a basic level, so it's easier to go cheat. It's easier to go do this and go do that. You don't really fuck with them. You don't really.
1: And and I tell people this all the time, bro. Like, it's so, it's so, it's such an interesting thing because even with me and my wife, we talk about this shit all the time. Be like, yo, if I leave, me and her would have this active conversation. Like, yo, we break up. Like, you're still the homie. Like, we're still gonna, I'm gonna still fuck with you because if the romantic part of it fails, I genuinely do enjoy your company. Right. So I don't mind being around you that if the relationship fails, I don't know how long it would last because the fact that we actually enjoy each other's company, ultimately we'll probably end up getting back to getting back with each other any goddamn way. Once we figure it out how to be, how to get back in that groove again. But I always tell people, like, don't rush into a relationship. Figure out how to be friends. Figure out how to enjoy each other's company. Because once you do that, all the extra shit that you find for entertainment purposes slows down. Because a lot of people have to do too much to keep the relationship going. That's why niggas have to go on 100 vacations. That's why niggas got to always be at dinner. That's why niggas always have to have something, to, something do. to do, cause y'all don't really, y'all can't just really sit and converse. You can't sit and converse, bro. They can't sit and actually just watch a TV show and laugh. I'm
2: a, I'm a, I'm a throw another shit in there. A lot of people don't know how to be friends to to their friends. Facts, exactly, bro. A lot people of, struggle just to be regular friends. People people can't be friends with their friends. You always hear, oh, I don't like that bitch. That She's only good to hang out with for. A lot of people. Just don't know how to enjoy other people's company or to even build a friendship with somebody on a basic level, son. Now, without romance and all that other added on. Yo, that you know what's you know what's wild about it, bro? People have toxic friendships. Toxic friendships, but then want an amazing, amazing relationship. You can't. It, it don't work if you don't yeah. know how to even be around other niggas and and be friendly and cordial and like them. How you going to do that with somebody
1: 24 24- How you going to do that with someone 24-7, bro? That That's really what it comes down to, Zed. A lot of people don't know how to have basic friendships. And understand that a basic... And I, you know what the big part about it, too, bro? And this is something I just learned over the years. If you're a clingy person, you have to find someone that's just as clingy as you are. Right. A lot of people don't aren't willing to admit they're clingy, but you gotta know the type of people that you deal with. And a lot of people are have like you know, you have that one friend and be like, yo, like this person just don't know when to just give space, boundary issues, like people don't have boundary issues. People, it's like me and you, we're we're friends. We've been friends for almost a decade now. Nigga, we go weeks sometimes without talking to each other, but the minute we do speak, it's all gooch patooch. Ew. Niggas is busy. Niggas got shit to do. I'm not blowing up your phone. And, yo, w- w- what did you do today? Uh, what? Yo, like,
2: yo, bro, you ain't calling me in a fucking
1: week, bro. Like, what's really good with you, my yeah, nigga? Right? What, what's good with you? Like, like, nigga, when we do get to speak, we catch up. <laughs> it's Man. as simple as that. Like, that's how I look at it. Like, at the end of the day, that, that doesn't mean I think of you as less as a friend. I ain't gonna sit here and be like, yo. I haven't talked to this nigga X mad long, long, Man, fuck that nigga. Y'all like, I don't talk to this I nigga. That I, to. This nigga. Like, I don't
2: fuck with him no man. more.
1: Nah, like you call me right now, your flow. I need you to do that, that. Nigga, it's getting done. Ain't no questions about it. Like, it is what at it the is. end of the, it is like you got to know the type of people you're dealing with. And at the end of the day, a friendship is a friendship. If you trust and, and you work with that person and you respect them then keep it pushing. If you genuinely enjoy that company, nigga, when we link up and we start our shenanigans, nigga, it's shenanigans all fucking night. Max. And that's it. Like, no question about it. So people, that's the thing right there, bro. You, you you said a valuable part of it, bro. And I never really thought about it before, but people are struggling in this day and age with just being a friend,
2: being a friend and keeping friends. And, and then they want to jump into relationships um Still but wonder, wonder why it don't last Don't know how to be in a relationship With somebody Um, Returning to the original question I think for me I think there is some credence to this In the sense of I think Based off of my personal experience And based off of like Having conversations with women Women love Getting a certain amount of attention From a man So if the more you spend the more you give your attention and the more you make them feel like they are the one and if your attention isn't going to to work or getting money or just a little bit of personal time the rest of that attention is on them they fall in love with that like they fall in love with you being available for them and I think when it comes to men a lot of men they don't necessarily realize how much they liked their partner until they no longer have access to their partner. So once they break up with a, once a girl breaks up with you and is like, yo, you know what I mean? This ain't working out. You see a lot of men now want to shape up and do better and then do all of the things that their girl has been asking them to do for the last six months. And they just couldn't find it in their being to do so. But with women, they fall in love with you. The more attention you give them, the more they want to be around you, the more like if they like you, if if they don't like you, it's a totally different story. But if they like you and you giving them mad attention, they want as much attention and they want to be around you and have your presence around you as much as possible. And that's what makes them start to love you as opposed to, I think, for a lot of men. Um, now, I think that obviously that can happen both ways, but I think a lot of men I've heard stories of them being with their chick. And not really appreciating everything they they love their girl, but they're not appreciating her. And then when it's time for her to walk away, now the niggas want to do the three sixty and or one eighty rather, and and be all And shape up. Yeah, they want to shape up and shit. So that's why I feel like it does kind of hold a little bit of credence.
1: But yeah. uh I think a lot of dudes do take their woman for granted. I, I do agree with that. I think a lot of men take their woman for granted. I think. As I think most of us just get distracted with, with what we got going on. And we a lot, of, I think a lot of times what happens is we call we think we could call it bluff. And that bluff only happens but so much times. I think it yeah, and I think there's layers
2: to that conversation too. Cause I think if you meet a man when he's trying to build certain things, you gotta be understanding that whatever it is that he's trying to build. Is typically gonna be his first love. Like if he's trying to build a studio and 10 hours out of that 24 hours is gonna to go to building the studio. He wants to see that X. shit done. He's that's not worried about uh being up in your face and just looking at you, and that's nothing against nobody. That's not like on some negative shit, but like I think well, one, I think a lot of men are solution based and problem solvers and we like to see things get completed. We feel complete when we we accomplish something. So, I agree. Yeah, well, like we're going to try and get some shit done as opposed to like if you offer me, yo, X, you can go uh do X Y and Z and make uh, $500 for the night or you could go on a date with your with your girl. I'm going to go try and make the 500 and no shades of Hey, hey, no, hey, hey. But now that 500 might, might make me be able to put a, get an, do an even better date. You know what better I'm saying? date, like, facts. So I would definitely be like, yo, I got to reschedule this date. I got to, you know what I mean, make some money, but we could do it, you know, in a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of men think from that mindset where it's like, yo, if I feel like I'm going to accomplish something or or get something closer to my goal, then I will kind of relinquish what I got going on to go do that. And I think a lot of women Mm. think of it opposite where they might give up making money to go hang out on a on a date. Especially if you're talking about like the bottle girl tier. Because bottle girls will literally tell you nigga going on a date on a Friday night means I'm missing out on a thousand dollars. So they 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 hustle. Yeah unless you're gonna give me a thousand dollars on this date I must really like you to, to be going on a date with you. You know what I'm saying? So, facts. Yeah. There's this uh, other clip going about where there's this dude who just walks straight into the house. His girl is trying to, you know, be all in his face or whatever, and he walks straight past her. Um, and I had said on, on my, my timeline, I had put that nine times out of ten, this nigga either had a, a long day. And or he got something on his mind. But if that happens consistently, you got to leave that nigga. What's your thoughts mm-hmm. on that?
1: Shit? You know what's crazy about it, bro? And I think I had said this a while back, bro, but a lot of times women don't be asking us how our day was, bro. Mm. Like we'll be asking, you, we'll ask our women so fat, yo, how was your day? Like, what, what you do today? But I don't I don't think women be asking us that much, bro. Like we would have to be in a bad mood for that conversation to be prompted. Wow, bad. Wow, bad. Like, like, niggas, like, like that like, dude. You gotta come in like sourpuss. Like you literally come in be like, all right, son, I'm, I'm done for the day. Like on a regular day, like you call your girl is at the end of the day you just finish work or whatever. You call your girl, she's not getting on the phone and be like, hey, babe, how was your day?
2: All right. Yo. You feel me? I'm going to keep it a stack with you, bro. That's one thing. Like, not not being in this crazy dating space, that's one thing that I've picked up a lot. Like, some of the girls that I are like in my sphere that I talk to, they don't ever... They're not interested in what's going on with me. No. Besides, surfing, besides acting interested... Like, when I actually start going into depth, it's like they not listening. I don't like, care, wow. bro. Yeah, I'm like, I'm they actively looking at you not care about what the fuck I have to say. They
1: don't care, bro. Like, they literally get on the phone and immediately start telling you their problem. Clean. The minute it's you start listen. divulging your shit, they'll be like, oh, okay. oh." Mm. But let me tell you, like, it goes right back. Right back or it's just... Be-
2: their shit. It's like, oh, well, you know, you'll do better. Uh, you'll, you'll get it right. There's no real substance in what the fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's like, yo, this, when when a chick come to me with something, I'm like, all right, so, so wait, what? What Susie did? So did you, you, you spoke to her about that? All right, so what happened? Oh, okay. All right,
1: well, yeah, you know, Susie better get that shit together, like, because. Yeah, know, we actively become <laughs> a part of the conversation, bro. <laughs> but let me start talking about Derek. Yo, this nigga Derek at work. Unless it's like Drama. Yeah, juicy. If if juicy drama. I'm talking, yo, this nigga Derek came in. He yo, he started dope fist. This nigga, they oh Lord, the conversation is is epic after it's that. It's heated up. It's heated. But let you start talking about, yeah, man. Honestly, yo, like I've just been going through a lot lately. Like, I don't know. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like people, oh, um, you know, you would we'll get better. Don't want to sound positive. Like not you're, even hearing like, what the
2: fuck you had to say. Like
1: you be like, bitch, I'm here <laughs> telling, you, I'm about to cry. And you telling me about it, it's about to be better? Like, what the fuck
0: is wrong with you, son?
1: Like, I don't think they could be comprehending that, because women will be like, yo, niggas gotta be more sensitive. But, y'all don't be wanting to hear our problems.
2: The moment a nigga gets sensitive,
1: y'all ignore us. Ignore us, bro. E-fucking- and then when niggas start to act wild, a niggas is uh, annoyed, and this is why they don't be understanding so. like, when niggas get annoyed, because now when we're annoyed, they don't understand why we're annoyed. But you don't want to hear about my problems. The, the light bill is high. I got <laughs> the rent is due. Everything is happening right now. I don't get paid till next week. What we finna do? Groceries gotta get bought. You talk, What we eating tonight? I don't want noodles no more. Like, this is the shits niggas be going through. And she gonna look at you and be like, "Yeah, but I think we should go out this weekend." With what bread? <laughs> what are we doing right now? <laughs> it's a so fact, bro. And this is the thing women don't be understanding. Is it be the simple things like that, the trickle down effect. And then a nigga drive, home, <laughs> a nigga driving home, then contemplating all the shit on the ride home. He walks to the door and be like, "Yo, this chick." As soon as I get through the door, she gonna tell me she wanna order food. Clean, I know it. I Uber, Uber Eats tonight. That's an extra. That's a call 50, it's a call 50, 60 right there. Hey. <laughs> All right, you look at your bank account. Hey, damn, son. Hey, you, know, you walk through the door, and then you walk through the door. She do not even ask you how your day was. You might have tripped and bumped your ankle, and now it hurts. You might just want a foot rub. She don't care. Like, it's it be the simple things. Like, no,
2: no, it's, it, it's crazy because I really be and. Anal- you know, like, I, I might have said this on a podcast before, but I'm very adaptable. So I, I can adapt to different personalities that are around me. Like, I can adapt to an arrogant personality. I can adapt to, like, a goofy personality. Like, I'm just good. Like, you know how certain people, they can't deal with certain other types of people. Other types of people will just either annoy them or it's always a clash because they don't know how to deal with that or other personality. But with me, I can adapt. But I'm starting to like take a step back, especially when you like somebody. When you like somebody, I think this is something that a lot of people need to take. They need to take into consideration a little bit more. When you like somebody, you are way more susceptible to let shit that normally would annoy you go. But you have to be cognizant of that. Because that might actually be a part of that individual. And once that honeymoon shit is over, now it's like, oh, wait, this person is really annoying as fuck. But I X. I think that this is one of those components that I'm seeing as I'm like not really pursuing people. Like I'm just on some chill energy, whatever happens, happens type thing. And I'm looking at things and I'm like, you don't really you asked me how my day was, but you don't really give a fuck because I'm answering. no fucks, bro. And you're you're not paying no type of real attention to what the fuck I'm saying. No real feedback. I sound like I'm talking to, to a wall. So. Yeah, I don't think... Sometimes these these chicks really don't care about what the fuck
1: it is that you have to say. Right. Zero, zero fucks, my nigga. These chicks be just... I don't know, bro. They be blowing minds sometimes. And then maybe wondering why niggas be zoning out when they're talking to niggas. So
2: another thing that's been kind of trending and going around is... Um, how do you make sure that you're dating a person that is like down for you not only when you're down in life but when you're up like what are the signs that a person is going to do that for you what are the things you think niggas should be looking for um, yeah. looking out to in their partner to be like okay this person will probably ride for me even when I'm down if I ever get down
1: oh man i could write a book about this um how do how to even put it bro honestly it's easier. Let me, let me not, let me not try to make it, let me not try to simplify. because it It's really not that simple. It, it, it comes down to, do you have a supportive person? That's the first thing. Cause a lot of shorties be acting like they're supportive, but they ain't really supportive. It's more so based on a, on a beneficial thing than anything else. And, and how beneficial you are to them. Um, for me personally, or in, and rather in my opinion, I think that, um, you know, when you have a person who is down, when if that person is willing to prioritize you, Mm. you feel me? And, and willing to make sacrifices for you the same way you would for them. That's when you know, you have a person that's truly committed and that's willing to be down with you no matter what, because a lot of times people, are on the down first and they come up together. So when they're on top, they're on top. But when you meet someone who's with you for the entire roller coaster, that's how you know you have someone who's truly worth sticking beside. And, you know, you don't come across that too often. So for me, I would say to all the young men out there with a shorty, if she with you and she supports you, bro, if if you got, you know, holding your drawers, holding your socks, you know, holding you down when you ain't got it. And she often prioritizes the things that you're trying to do. She has faith in what you're trying to do. Even when, you know, your dreams and your aspirations may seem far from what the reality may seem, you know, just know that she's she's a ride or die, man. And, you know, try to hold her down the same way she'll hold you down.
2: Yeah, I think uh, if I was to I won't, I won't add anything, it's um, I think if she's trying to make it work as much as you're trying to make it work, like that's a ride or die. Like y'all get into your argument and she's not just looking to walk away. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're, y'all date y'all y'all just in a dating phase and y'all get into Your first argument, she isn't looking for an out to end the relationship. She's looking on solutions to how to make sure you guys don't get back in that space ever again. Like or, or not even ever again, but what's the ways that we can not get to the space, period? And I think that that to me will show me that a, a woman is there and she is actually like going to be there whenever we're up and down. Like a lot of times people are looking for outs in arguments. You get into an arguments so. and they're like, oh, you know, this just isn't going to work. And they're ready to dip. That person most likely wasn't Again, they probably dating you for a specific thing, but they don't really like you. There's something yep. you know, cause you're not gonna give up something. Is it I always bring things back to common sense life type things. Something that you really, really enjoy, you're not just gonna give up. Like, right? or something that you really, really want in life, you're not just gonna give up for no reason. Like you're gonna fight for it to some extent. That's a fair. And that's when you might say, I right, is it worth fighting for my to my life? Nah, it ain't worth that, so I'm gonna let it go. But if I really like this thing, if this bag has a million dollars in it, I'm going to fight to hold on to this bag as long as possible Bags. before it's like, all right, this is wild. I'm about to lose my life. I got to let it go. Uh,
1: yeah, you're not- going to have to be down to the bone, boy. I would have to start to see the bone before i be like, God damn, so my hand, I, my, I might let the hand fall off. To be honest, hey. I might let it fall off.
2: But if, if Shorty ain't trying to hold you down like that, then nah, um, we got this hurricane out. Facts. I think uh let's this is our politics section, but um we're not even gonna do the drop because this is super serious. Um I think we just need to pray for everybody in New Orleans.
1: Big facts, man.
2: Going through it at the moment. Um and what would dad say? Uh dad would say summer is coming to a close. It's time to get those blankets. Time to get that cuddle. <laughs> get your cuddle, buddy. But make sure that whoever you decide to cuddle with is someone that you actually enjoy to be around. And that's that. It's another episode Facts. of Facts. I'm so tired. Peace.